liberal big travel cast. If you don't like it, you can kiss my ass. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's the liberal big travel cast. If you don't like it, you can smoke my grass. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's the Reprobate Travel Cast. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Jake Anarino. I've been all over the world, and uh, I'm traveling around, taking this podcast with me, meeting interesting people, going interesting places. Uh, broadcasting you, to you from Los Angeles, California. Today I have comedian Travis Cohen. He's been a lot of places, too. Uh, funny guy. He uh, does stand-up around here uh, in Los Angeles, Hollywood, the Valley, all over, uh, he's worked with famous people, he's, uh, he's done a lot, he, and he's very funny, and uh, we're going to be talking to him today about his travels, and that's what this show is all about, travel. I eat, breathe, and sleep travel. Actually, lately, I've been uh, eating, breathing, and traveling, uh, uh, e- actually eat, breathe, and sleeping, I should say, Writing. I've been writing like a madman. I've never written so much in my life. I got hired to come out here to Los Angeles to work on a uh, television project with some uh, some very uh, influential people. So it's pretty exciting. Uh, I don't want to talk about it too much, but uh, in July I will have some big news for you. And uh, I'm just very excited. So stay tuned for that. You do, You do not want to miss it, trust me. L.A. is a pretty crazy place so far. I've uh, been running into a lot of famous people, and we'll be talking a little bit more about that here in a minute with Travis Cohen. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Something that like my friends and parents don't know about. <laughs> well, now that everybody's going to know. Or at least my, the, my the, girlfriend knows about prostitutes. The four people that are listening. Yeah. Hey, we're back. Uh, I'm here with Travis Cohen. I said, uh, hey, Tra- Travis is a comedian. He's been all over the world. I said, hey, uh, this is a travel show. You got any good stories? And he rattled off five or six (laughs) stories that are, like, better than a lot of shit I've had on this show. Wow, man. Uh, Where the hell do we start? Oh, let's see. My first... uh, Tell tell me. Run them down again. Okay. So, there's the time I went to Amsterdam to see the love of my life, and we ended up getting in a fight, so she left me alone in the flat that she was staying at, um, and I had to wander the streets of Amsterdam by myself and go to (laughs) coffee shops and museums by myself. Um, there's that story. There's a story about going to Mexico and being picked up by Los Federales and uh, being told we have to pay 300 bucks to not go to jail. Oh, shit. Um, let's see. There was the time in uh, Thailand where I saw some girls do some tricks with their vajays. That was pretty fascinating. Um, and then there's also that same time in Thailand where I rented some girls. That's awesome. So that's like four. And I know you have more because I've seen your Facebook page and you got pictures from all these different places. There's, yeah, nothing exciting happens in those in those places. I either go to dive spots or places loaded with hookers and like <laughs> randomness. So you get hookers? Um, I have on two occasions <laughs> because I don't want to date. It's way cheaper than dating, and when you're in a foreign country, even better. I love the foreign girls anyway. What's mm-hmm. better than being in their home turf? You can't even speak the same language. Even better. 
no conversation, just get down to business, and it's super cheap because you're paying third world prices. Yeah, wow, I see. Yeah, I, I don't... Uh, You've never gotten hookers, come on. No, well, here's the thing. I don't... Uh, I don't... Like, whoops. I don't... <laughs> that came... That saved me right in time. <laughs> no, I don't feel right. Well, the other thing is, when you fuck a girl that you know, a lot of times they say, oh, well, we could just fuck and it won't mean anything. And then yeah. a week later, they're like, I thought you were my boyfriend. Like, it always means something. That's why it's better to get prostitutes. Yeah, well, that's the Charlie it. Sheen thing. He said, I don't pay him to fuck. I pay him to leave. Exactly. You know, uh... It's the sex without the drama. But, but don't you it? feel bad making these girls do these things for money? Oh, I'm there? sure. The second I walked into that brothel in Thailand and I see 25 girls lined up behind some glass all wearing different numbers, um, I'm sure I was probably the best catch of them for the week. They're probably used to, like, 50-plus-year-old... British expats and Australian dirty guys. Big fat guys. Yeah, they're looking at me like, why should this guy have to pay for sex? Yeah, you don't have to pay. I, you, you know, you could get laid. I know you. You. But but there, there's something powerful about just like walking into a place and the girls are literally for sale. And it's not like they're doing anything they don't want to do. They weren't forced into this. You don't know that. In Asia? This, this was a you pretty heard, legit heard, place in, in Phuket. <laughs> I'm not talking about some behind-the-alley A pretty brothel. legit place in Phuket. Yeah. No, man. They're, All those they're go together perfectly. Legit, yeah, right. <laughs> pretty legit in Phuket. <laughs> That's, that don't sound right to me. That's like saying really smart hillbilly. But you know what? You tell me where else, for $60, not only can you pick the girl to do this, but you get a naked massage, a bath with a girl... And sex. $60. Yeah. It's about an hour and a half. Wow. Yeah, it was awesome. I I was afraid to fuck anything. I didn't fuck anything in Thailand. Mm, you missed out, brother. They have a high HIV rate. What if the condom breaks? Um, really not, I'm not in there long enough uh, to really worry about you're, that. You're happen. a quick draw. Oh, huh? yeah. Yeah, me too. These girls, are, these girls are so hot. That helps, Dude, too. Dude, I've been with girls where I came before I put it in. I'm not joking. <laughs> I thought I was going to come in the bathtub before. <laughs> and check this out. So the first time I went to the hooker there, it was about a couple minute experience, the actual sex. And then I learned the second time, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to definitely jerk off before this. And... I'm going to take some of their over-the-counter Viagra. So literally, oh, wow. literally, this, the second I'm walking into the place, I'm popping a Viagra. It kicks in in about a half hour, and I'm just like standing there with a giant redwood tree growing out of me. <laughs> and this girl's like, oh, you go away. You're too big. You go sleep. Not now. Not now. And she was like getting scared by my giant Viagra cock. Does it um, make your dick bigger, Viagra? Uh, I would say so, because you're getting, like, optimal blood flow down there, uh-huh. so you're getting an engorged penis, it, it feels harder, and, and you, uh, it, it just, like, comes out of nowhere, you don't have to really be stimulated by anything, it just, boop, pops up. Dude, I don't need, I don't need it. I don't need it either, I get a but boner, just, like... Me too, dude, but it, it's not that I need it, it's just that it enhances what I already have. Right. It's a sexual. I need a pill to keep my dick down. (laughs) Literally, dude. I always have a bone. I think it's called marriage. Uh, Yeah, that would do it. (laughs) Would you ever get married? Uh, I really don't have any plans. You don't seem like the cut type. I think you enjoy your life. Yeah, I enjoy freedom and monogamy. It's it's a couple letters away from monotony, and to me, those two go together. I cannot imagine being with the same girl for the rest of your life. I, don't, I can't even make decisions on a week-to-week basis. I have PADD, penile attention deficit disorder. Right. My dick can't be looking in the same direction the whole time. And I'm constantly turned on. I mean, you're here in L.A. now. 
Oh, I'm man. Positive. There's so much tail here. Dude, it's crazy. You could have the hottest girl ever, and then you see a girl that's just as hot or hotter, but in like a different way, and all of a sudden, in your mind, your girl's flawed. There's better shit out there. You're <laughs> like, what am I doing with this tramp? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's a constant battle between dick and brain, and uh, dick wins. Dude, I-, I was sitting in Casa Vega, which is a great Mexican restaurant, everybody, uh, Ventura Boulevard in Studio City. If you're ever in L.A., I love this place. Special chicken oven burrito. Mm. Fuck yeah. Okay. But anyways, I'm sitting in this place, and I got a table right in front of the door, so I'm seeing people coming in and out. This guy walks in with this chick. I swear to you, I go, that is the hottest woman Bar none I've ever seen. God does not make a woman as beautiful as that ever. She's the hottest. I don't give a shit. Right. Five minutes later, the door swings open. A chick walks in. I swear to you, three times hotter than the other chick. I'm like, (laughs) whoa. I I mean, I was blown away. Like, everywhere I look in this town, I just want to fuck everything. Dude. And then, you know, I... uh, want to get business cards printed up that say producer or some shit so I have a shot because the women here are tough man they're jaded and yeah or just have a card that says like out of work musician or what because I, I talk to strippers all the time no I don't but I've talked to strippers before and um, they're telling me how you know their boyfriend is like some loser uh, you know guitar player like they like losers well, I mean, a stripper. I mean, do you want a stripper or do you want like a good girl? Well, all you need to do for to get a stripper is buy some coke. Okay, fair enough. I mean, that's it. Th- these guys that are like, I'm a pimp, man. <laughs> I walk into that strip cl- club and I walked out with three girls. I'm a pimp. No, you're not. You had fucking blow. That's cheating. Right. You're not. A pimp. They don't like you. You without the blow is a fucking douchebag. Sure. Y- you know, so it's bullshit. Now, if you could walk in and pull a girl without blow, then you might be a pimp. Yeah. Uh, I was at a strip club uh, once, and I think they were a total waste. Like I said, go for the full-on sexual experience. Why pay $20 for two minutes of arousal? It's a fucking waste, dude. I'll tell you why. Because I don't, I'm afraid of disease, pregnancy, crazy girls, cokeheads with uh, crazy boyfriends that want to kill me. If I go in, I was in a strip club one night. I don't go to them anymore. Because if I wanted to give a girl my money and have her not fuck me, I would get married. You know? <laughs> but I, I was in there, and this girl gave me a lap dance. I, I, uh, she was like touching me and letting me feel her taste. I blew a load right in my pants. Wow. I, I did swear. Did she notice this? I don't think she did. Or maybe okay. she did because my boner went away. But, <laughs> but I'm telling you, I was just like, why? If I would have fucked her for, for like three weeks, I would have been like, oh, that poor girl. I can't believe I made her fuck me for money. <laughs> I wouldn't want to fuck me for money. And then, uh, I would like worry about, do I have a disease now? Uh, you know, is she pregnant or whatever? You're never going to see her again. Plus, hopefully you paid cash for that lap dance. They can't find you. Yeah. I was at this place. It's on Sunset. And uh, I was with my friends. And, like, I just got one lap dance because I'm like, there's no point paying a cover to not get a dance. I'm like, fine, I'll just get a dance. So I got a dance. The girl's cool. We actually exchanged numbers. I'm like, oh, it's this easy. I'm sure I can fuck her without having to pay for dances. Um, that's a different story. Uh, anyway, so my buddy went back there. He was gone for about 10 minutes. He came back out. His eyes are like giant. He's like, I can't, I can't go home to my wife anytime soon. I just can't. I'm like, why not? What's wrong? He's like, that girl just like blew a bunch of coke in my face, back giving me a dance, and she kept me there for two songs. I'm like, shit, how much was that? He's like, I have no idea what just happened. I think I paid her 80 bucks though. I'm like, 
All right, so you paid forty dollars for a coke spray in the face. All right. Did he did he inhale any of it? You think? I think I he, think he little... looked like he did. Yeah. I mean, how can you not when there's the girl right there with the boobs and the? Dude, I was in Florida and this, and I met this stripper chick. Not even at a strip club. I forget where I met her, but uh, at a bar or something. But I never. I'm not into coke. That's like not my yeah. thing at all. And she put on the web of her hand, like by her thumb, she put a little bump of coke and put it up to my nose. And I and I sniffed it right, and uh, I had to get on stage, and I was uh, I was headlining some little Radisson hotel bar in the middle of nowhere, Florida, and uh, dude, I rocked that bitch <laughs> hard. I mean, I was just killing. I was slamming shots, and they weren't affecting me. It was right? like water. And it was just a joke. Here's something funny. And people were just like, "Holy shit." The people in the crowd, I remember looking at them and thinking to myself, it was all like a, almost like a, a an out-of-body experience. I could almost see the whole thing. Cause That's I, cool. And uh, and it was like, I noticed the crowd looked like they were, the same facial expressions, like they were on a roller coaster. They were like, who is this guy? I said, I'm never doing it again. I gotta be funny like that. Right. Because dudes that do blow for comedy, that shit. Well, look at Robin, Robin Williams. I mean, his whole entire early career, I mean, most of his career, I'd even say, was he was just all blown up, and he was awesome. And then he got sober, and like he just wasn't as edgy anymore. Hmm. Maybe he's just getting old, but yeah. But like, what other comics do a bunch of blow? Uh, I Chappelle, don't wanna... Chappelle's like a pothead. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to call anybody out on the podcast. All right. I mean, there's the the you obvious could, guy that everybody him. knows. Artie Lang. No, no, no. The obvious guy that. Everybody <laughs> Come on, man. What am I missing? I, I think he's clean now, isn't he? Or is he not? I don't know. Oh, big fat guy? No, no. He was a really funny dude. Okay. I don't think he does it anymore. I think he actually cleaned up. But well, he, I mean, he used to. Prior. Prior. He based it. Uh huh. Uh. Yeah, I can't think of too many more. I know there's tons. Oh, sure. I can, see, I can never do it stoned. I have to stop getting getting stoned hours before I go on stage because the short... You know, the short Are you a stoner? Memory. Oh, yeah. I didn't. You didn't strike me as... Because you're like a conservative Republican, aren't you? Uh, not so much. I'm, I'm a liberal thinker, socially uh-huh. liberal, but fiscally conservative. Sure. And, uh, you know, believe in enforcing the laws, which I guess is now deemed conservative. Um, but yeah, I mean, I never, I never liked alcohol. It never agreed with my stomach uh-huh. and it takes too long to get drunk. So I'm like, we takes, takes too long. You need to hang yeah. out with me. I'll get you drunk yeah. in about, I, I'm like 280 days sober now fucking from alcohol. Oh, nice. It's tough, man. Cause it's, I enjoy it too. Yeah. No, it, it, I never liked the taste of beer. I never liked the taste of wine. Most drinks I don't like. I could do like, um, a vodka Red Bull or, uh, what is the dude drink? A white Russian. That's mm-hmm. it. The, kind of the foo-foo drinks. But, um, yeah, I've had one drink before and I puke like hours later. I just don't dig it that much. Wow. Um, but weed is impossible to get sick from. Impossible. You fall asleep before you would ever throw up. Um, and uh, it's perfect. You, the next day, like, you just sleep it off through the night. The next morning, you wake up, you feel fine. There's no hangover. Right. It's the perfect thing. It so, is. So, yeah, uh, uh, alcohol, no, never did it for me. Do you have uh, one I, of those cards? I used to um, so for you're several behind, years. Where do you get your weed, then? Just from a regular dealer? No, well, there's there's plenty of places all over. Like, But you don't have a card, a medical card. Uh, correct. Well, I let it lapse because I was trying to cut back, almost basically go to nothing, um, so I figured, well, if I don't have access to all these fun places, I won't be able to get my stuff. 
I'll be hassling my friends, but uh, they'll get sick of me after a while, and I'll be sick of bothering them, so I'll just eventually taper off. So, um, yeah, a couple times I've needed it. Uh, I've just been through friends. But it's hard because there's, like, there's no dealers anymore. Like, if it's, if it's past 9 o'clock, good luck getting weed, unless it's from someone who has spare weed because, like, all the stores are closed, so you'd have to know a Mexican dealer to hook you up that late. Wow. But, yeah, the, the weed scene is, is you know, crazy out here. Um, like, my mom thinks that you know, marijuana is really bad, and it just does a lot of horrible things. But like what? What does she think it does that's horrible? Well, she gives me a lot of shit for it, because that's my drug of choice. Like I said, I don't drink, I don't smoke cigarettes, I don't do anything else bad, uh-huh. except chronically jerk off, but that's not bad. Wow. Um, and, uh, Every guy does that. Exactly. And, um, you know, weed has given me the inspiration for maybe 80% of my material, and it's great for that. Um, but, uh, she thinks that, you know, because I would smoke every day or almost every day, she's like, that's a problem. I said, well, you know, everyone who smokes, smokes about every day. Yeah. It's no big deal. She's like, well, if you got drunk every day, would you be an alcoholic? That's I'm way like, different. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, you would. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I mean, alcohol is much more damaging. It's not even a, it's not even debatable. Alcohol is, will kill you and destroy your life. Weed will make you late for work five But minutes. if you're getting intoxicated every day on the same thing, is that cause for concern? I don't know, because I don't think weed is really a drug so much. It's um, it's just, like, benign. I don't think it... But I can't remember, aside from maybe a couple times, like the last time I quit weed for 30 days or more. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, my mom's like, well, if you don't have a problem, just quit. I'm like, well, why would I quit? What's the point? Just to prove that you can. I'm like... I don't need to prove but to you that it, I can. I don't think it's negatively affecting my life, though. How do you know that, though? What well, do you, I you don't, have nothing I guess. to compare it to. That's true. I've been a stoner for a while now. Yeah. So let's get back to travel. Yeah. The yeah. Mexican Mexican Federales. Yes. See, that Tell was, us about this. Okay, so Thailand happened in 2009. Mexico happened in 2005. And they're tied because if it wasn't for Mexico, the whole thing in Thailand probably wouldn't have happened. And here's why I say that. I went down to, um, uh, what's the place? Not Cancun. Um, uh, 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 what's the nice, the really nice place down there? Not a lot of towns. God, I can't remember. Uh, Cabo. Cabo San oh, Lucas, okay. right? I was down there with my buddy, and uh, it was like his uncle's 40th birthday, and uh, his uncle's super loaded. So they rented out this mega mansion. We all flew down there. Everything paid for for the weekend. I was having the time of my life. So this, the first night in our giant mansion, we brought back these girls from the bars that we met. Within, seriously, about a minute, they were both naked in the pool with us. They were both sisters. So I thought... Were they really hot? Yeah, they were, man. And these were, like, locals? Best blow job of my life. And I regret not getting the girl's number. We were supposed to... Wait, were they hookers or locals? No, no, no. They were just girls visiting, oddly enough, from L.A. I have to go to Mexico to meet girls from L.A. (laughs) So uh, this girl is awesome. Um, Like I said, best BJ. We had plans to meet up the next night, but uh, we never went out. So anyway... Um, so I'm having time in my life down there and I'm like big into carpe diem. Like I really appreciate the day. What I'm doing is great. So I had extended my stay an extra night so I can enjoy these lavish, um, this lavish retreat. So I paid 150 bucks for that. I said, dude, I was with my, my gay friend, Jeff. I said, uh, the last night I'm here, let's either go into town and uh, try to pick up on some chicks and bring them back to the mansion. Or if not, let's just rent some prostitutes. Wait, Jeff's gay. Why would he want to pick up chicks? Because he's cool just to hang out with. That's cool. Yeah. He's a good wingman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Is he like uh, uh, overly gay or would you think he was straight? 
he could pass for straight. So he could be he could wingman for you. Yeah, yeah, for sure, Sweet. for sure. So and you're uh, not going to fight over a girl. Exactly, obviously. exactly. Uh, so uh, we go into town, and uh, I go to. Um, I just wasn't feeling the vibe of like just trying to talk to someone and spit out game. That just seemed like too much trouble. So of course it got into. All right, how can I get what I want with the least amount of effort? Let's just fast track this whole thing. So I've heard uh, about my buddy got like amazing hookers in Mexico before. So I thought, why not? I'm in Mexico. Everything's dirt fucking cheap here. So I was talking to uh, some girls in the clubs. Nothing was really going anywhere. So I said, okay, last resort, we're going to go to the strip club here, and I'm going to spit my awesome uh, three years of Spanish game at them. So we go to the strip club. First thing I do is I go to the bathroom. I'm in the bathroom. This guy's like, uh, hey, this place is pretty cool. I said, yeah, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, I just got a blowjob for 50 bucks. I'm like, oh, all right. I'm definitely staying here then. So uh, I figure this place, uh, there's some talent here. So we go out to the, the room, and this girl sits in my lap, and she starts dancing. And I said, oh, do you know Spanish? Uh, no. I said, uh, hola, cuánto por la noche? That means, hello, I would like to eat your pussy. <laughs> Close. Hello, how much for the night? Okay. So she's like, ah, seiscientos dólares, six hundred dollars. I'm like, uh, no, Fuck no, 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 no. We're in Mexico. We're paying Mexico prices. I said, <laughs> who do you think I am? Right. I just went to the ATM. I took out three hundred bucks. I said two hundred dollars. No moss. She's like three hundred. I said two hundred. She's like three. We went back and forth between two and three. I'm like, Seriously? why not just find another one? Go fuck off. I'll find. Well, somebody. that's basically what happened. So we couldn't agree on a number. So the next girl sat in my lap, and we couldn't agree on a number. Or she wasn't into it. I forget. So I said, fine, fuck it. I give up. Let's just get out of here and go home. So we walk down the stairs. At the bottom of the stairs is this local guy. We'll call him Jose for the sake of the story. Okay. So Jose says to us, holds up some like nasty ass weed. He's like, hey, you guys want some weed? I'm like, no. Plus, that looks like shit. Right. He's, he holds up a little bag of Coke. He's like, you want some Coke? I'm like, no, that's okay. And we start to walk away. And then he says, you want some girls? So I figured, oh, this is a sign. Jose was sent from God. So uh, I was like, yeah, girls, see, how much? And he's like, 150 for the whole night. I said, oh, that's even better what I wanted. All right, where? He's like, follow me down this way. So I said, okay. Oh, so, man. So the car is in the opposite direction. You know where this is going. So we walk down a couple blocks, and it's like midnight on a Saturday. It's not like we're in the middle of nowhere, and there's nothing going on. There's people out. So we're walking down, me and Jeff and Jose. And I said, well, where are we going? And he's like, oh, it's right around the corner by the McDonald's. And I'm like, oh, yeah, of course. Hookers are right by the McDonald's. Right. So I said, well, rather than pick up these girls and parade them back through town, let's go get the car and then drive to where they are. He's like, okay. So we all turn around. The three of us were walking up the street. We get maybe a block. And uh, this police van pulls up in front of us, stops. These cops get out, walk right over to the three of us, tell us to put our hands on the wall, and they frisk us. I'm like, what the fuck? So I figured out this guy's obviously some kind of a setup or something. Uh-huh. He's like a known troublemaker. So hands on the wall. They frisk us. They find the, the bottle of Viagra I just bought. <laughs> that was totally legal. I wasn't worried about that. They, they were cool with that. Um, but then they find Jose's weed. Oh, no. Because he you know, showed me the weed earlier. So uh, He had blow on him, too. Yeah, I guess they didn't find that because they just took out some weed. Um, so they're like, oh, your friend has marijuana. I'm like, first of all, that's not my friend. And second of all, it's not my marijuana. He's like, well, he's with you, so it's all of your marijuanas. I said, that's not our marijuanas. No, I don't know this guy. I don't fucking live here. I'm just visiting. I, don't, I was asking this guy for directions. And so they're like, get in the van. So I'm like, oh, 
fuck, man, we're getting shakedown. Let, oh man. So we're in the van, and my and Jeff is like, "Hey, you gotta take us to the American Embassy right now." <laughs> like, dude, it's Saturday think. night. We're not going to any embassies. We gotta pay these fuckers. So, um, so I had, like I said, I had three hundred bucks. I just went to the ATM for, but I'm like. Fuck this! If they're gonna get all of that, I'm gonna like hide a hundred dollar bill in my socks, sure. just in case they just take my wallet. I need a hundred bucks to get home, at least. So um, I took a hundred out. Um, so then the van stops. Uh, I give them the contents of my wallet, all the cash, and it was like a bunch of tens and fives and twenties and ones. So it looked like a lot. It was about two hundred bucks. So to them, them, that's a lot. To them, that's like a couple weeks' work. So I give them the two hundred bucks, and they're looking at it like it's not enough. And I'm like, you know what? I just don't want to be here right now. I'll gladly pay. I reach into my sock, give him another hundred. Just let me the fuck out of this van. I don't want to be in a van going to Mexico jail, right? Fuck no, man. So I just gave him the three hundred. They let me go. They they took Jeff's one fifty, let him go, and then they dropped uh, uh, Jose off with us. But we figure Jose might just be a cop and just like entraps people or whatever. So those cops drive off. Three of us are left in the parking lot. Jose's walking away, and uh, I said, yo, since that just cost me 300 bucks, why don't you give me that Coke? So he's like, here, man, take it. So take this Coke, <laughs> go back. Oh, wow. That was, like, was like 3 in the morning, and we go back up to the mansion, and it's like, I just feel defeated, but like in a small way, I'm like, yeah, well, at least I got some Coke out of this. And I don't even do Coke, but I figure, whatever, I'll just try to get it. So uh, my, I said to Jeff, I'm like, you want to do some of this with me? He's like, no, man, we got to leave early in the morning. I don't want to be up all night doing this shit. So I'm in the uh, I'm in the hot tub by myself, and I'm just like just finishing off this Coke because I'm like, it would be wasted. Someone <laughs> yeah, I didn't waste it. So uh, I started to get horny again. Um, so I went back down. I knocked on Jeff's room. I'm like, yo, dude, let's go back into town and try to get hookers. I know how to do it now. <laughs> He's like, no, man, just go to fucking sleep. <laughs> That is excellent. So because of that botched hooker attempt, I had to get something in Thailand. Because it's always been my, my fantasy just to like hook up with some foreign chick in a foreign land and just like have it all be about like pleasing me and sex. The one thing I didn't like about hookers is I love kissing and making out. They don't really do that. No. It's just like you can kiss their necks and their boobs, but you're not doing like making out. Yeah, yeah. It's just not... Uh... Not the same, you know. I think sex is it's like stop. I have I have morals. I know you don't. You're fucking a stranger. <laughs> you can stick your dick in me, but right. uh, no kissing. That's where I draw the line. What? Are, so you've been to uh, well, Phuket. Phuket. Yeah, Phuket. Yeah. You didn't do Cambodia, did you? No, no. I'm not into boys. Oh yes. And that's where like the 14 year old boys are. That's no. Fun. I I went down there because uh, what happened. I told you this story. The day I landed in Bangkok, a fucking civil war breaks out. Oh, yeah. And they go, you got to go go to Cambodia for safety. I didn't really know anything about Cambodia. It was neat. You know, I didn't see any of that little boy stuff. Yeah. I saw... Uh, a bunch of temples, probably. Yeah. I didn't... But we weren't really hanging out in the, in the like, party uh, areas. We were kind of just laying low on the beach and uh, stuff like that. But... Uh, yeah, you, you said one more story that I, I forget what it was. That was the uh, Thailand? The sex show in Thailand, the Amsterdam The sex show in Thailand. Oh, my God. Well, Thai, this Thailand trip, and I did this with my dad and my dad's friend and his son. It was probably the best vacation of my life. We went to Singapore for a couple of days. Then the No Mount, weed there. Uh, n w no, very strict uh, policy about that. So I didn't want to fuck around with that. No. Not worth getting caned over. 
So we were in Singapore for I'd a couple take of days. I take a cane. I don't want my, my ass scarred. I have, a, I have a cute little ass. You might see. One ah, day, fuck but. it. Um, and then we went to the Maldives for a week to dive. And then it was back to uh, Thailand, Phuket, and then Bangkok. Um, but while we were in Phuket, the first time we get to Phuket, this is the night before the hookers. Um, I'm with my dad and, and my dad's friend and his son. And I said, hey, guys, we just got to Phuket. Let's go into town. Uh, let's see some stuff. And they were all too tired. And I said, fuck this. I'm, the, I'm in Thailand. You know, I only have four days here. I'm going to do what I can. So I go down. I get a cab. I split this cab into um, Patong, mm-hmm. and, uh, which is like the, the fun part of uh, Phuket. I split a cab with this English guy from my hotel. He was probably my dad's age. And he's like, yeah, my wife's up there. She just told me to go out and have fun. I was like, wow, I like you. So uh, we split this cab, and he's like, oh, you've never been here? I'll show you around. We'll be like father-son tonight. I said, cool, all right. So uh, we get down there, and he's like, oh, i got to take you to the ping-pong show. I said, ping-pong show? What's this? He's oh, like, boy. Yeah. So we go into this place, and it looks just like a strip club. There's, like, girls, uh, you know, dancing on poles and stuff. And uh, at, at one point, uh, these girls start going down on each other. And, like, that's boring to me. I don't get turned on by girl and girl stuff at all. Fag. <laughs> what, do girls get turned on by dicks on dicks? No. So why fag hags, do. Jeez. I don't know any girl that's like, oh, I want to see a dick going into another guy's ass. That, that really makes me wet. Yeah, but you, you really don't, you wouldn't, uh, you don't like the two girls. No. Huh? There's got, men are visually stimulated. There's got to be a, a penis in the picture. I don't know, man. I get pretty, I could jerk off to some lesbian porn. Uh, no, because two girls going at it is like the ultimate spit in the face to the viewer it's like look what you're not getting man you know <laughs> fuck that uh so me and uh, me and this old guy we go into the place and um so this this girl does this trick on stage she takes a cigarette puts it in her vagina <laughs> lights it you see it glow and then poof smoke comes out I'm like holy shit i've never seen that before your then, cunt is gonna get throat cancer oh my god and then uh her vagina played referee she took a whistle put the whistle halfway in and it's like <laughs> oh my god imagine what you could do to my dick so i'm not going to tell you the rest of the story because at this point i'm like oh my god my dad really missed out for not coming down tonight this is fucking you gotta awesome. tell the rest of no the- i will but okay so, okay so i see all this stuff and then i'm like oh my god my dad's got to see this so i go home later that night and i, I crawl into bed and i said to my dad i'm like dad you won't just believe what happened and i told him he's like wow i'd like to see that my dad's a doctor, so he appreciates feats of anatomy. <laughs> so uh, when we were in Bangkok a couple of days later, I finally take him up on his offer. We go, the four of us, we go to a place that does the same thing in Bangkok. So uh, it starts off with the, uh, the cigarette in the, in the vagina. Nice. And then this other girl comes up on... Oh, hold on. Before that, in Bangkok, they did it differently. At the beginning of the show, rather than two girls diking out, thank God, it was a girl on stage... This Asian guy just, like, walks up naked from the crowd. It's got a giant boner, which, you know, for an Asian, is about our size boner. Um, and uh, he's <laughs> got a condom on. He walks up, hits his dick against the pole so everyone, like, can hear how hard it is, right? He starts doing this girl on stage, but he's not just doing her. He's, like, in these contorted positions, like, on a hand and a foot. He's, like, doing a handstand. She's upside down doing a handstand. And it was, like, Cirque du Soleil of fucking. Wow. It wasn't like, oh, my God, this makes me so hard. It was like, wow, this is fucking impressive. Like, right. holy shit. Um, so that starts off the show. My dad's like, wow, this is, I like this so far. So um, then it goes into the cigarette. 
And then this next girl comes up on stage, and uh, she takes a birthday cake with about a dozen candles, <laughs> sets it on the ground below her, squats over it, blows all the candles out with her pussy. Yes. That happens. Then the girl comes up. Make a wish. Exactly. This girl comes up, takes three ping pong balls, puts them all inside, sets a glass about five feet away, and one by one pops them all out and tries to bounce them into the glass. Did any make it in? One out of three. She was That's dis- still pretty she good. She was clearly disappointed like she usually does more, but I was still <laughs> impressed. <laughs> so, oh, I usually get all three. <laughs> but the, usually the, all three go in. The best part of this was... This girl takes a balloon and she hands it to someone in the audience and you hold it above your head. And then she takes a tube about, I don't know, what's this, six inches long, puts a dart inside, leans backwards, inserts the tube, blows the dart, poof, into the balloon. This happens so fast you hardly even see the dart flying through the air. Ta-da! And I'm like, this is like a a James Bond villain, the (laughs) vagina dart assassin right there. Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. (laughs) Oh! And then this girl pulls out uh, razor blades out of her cooch, which I didn't understand how that was possible. Ah, she pulls out a blade that's attached by string to another blade, which is attached by string to another blade. It's like a long parade of strings and He's blades. like, don't worry, this very dull. <laughs> and I, I, hurt my I said to my dad, I'm like, Dad, there's no, how could she do that in her vagina? And he's like, there's no way those are real. They've got to be fake blades. Sure enough, the girl takes a piece of paper one by one, <laughs> slices open the paper with her vagina blades. It was insane. So that was Thailand. I highly recommend it. And that vagina show, you can only see in Thailand, and they have a very strict photography policy. You can't be taking pictures. So I got back from this, and my mind is still like, oh, my God, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. And to see it with my dad, holy shit, who the hell has memories like that? Happy Father's Day, by the way. And um, so I got back here, and I said, you know what? People have to see this. You shouldn't have to go to Thailand to see these awesome things. So I thought, I'm just going to go to Thai town here and recruit some girls that have these skills and just do like Trav's Traveling Pussy Show sure. around town, around the country, people would definitely pay to see this. But I talked to a few lawyer friends of mine and they said you couldn't do that because it violates some kind of obscenity laws and decency laws. I'm not sure how. They said because it involves like penetration and stuff. I said, I've seen way worse things than that on stages. Yeah. But I'd love to do that. I don't know why no one's ever done that. There should yeah. be a place here just in Thai town that does that. Yeah, they don't do it though. No. You know, you can all the border. You can do that. No, no. would you want to? Uh, No, I don't think I'm into that. Seriously? Yeah, that actually kind of turns me off in Mm. a way. It's so dirty and crazy and wild and weird. Isn't that the very reason for it to turn you on? Uh, Those are the very things that turn razor blades and smoke coming out of a pussy. I'd rather see my dick going into the pussy. They're not blowing in your face. You're saying it's not secondhand puss smoke. I actually, I'm out of time. I have to go. Uh, um, I have lunch with somebody. But oh. I, thanks Ronald for st- McDonald? Uh, no, no. I do not do that fast food <laughs> shit, man. No, uh, I'm meeting a friend. But um, I want to have you back on again. It's not, you got so many good stories, man. Uh, this is fun. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll do it again. We should leave with a quick song. Hang on. Uh, do you like singing? Of course. All right, here we go. Thailand, there's a place you got to go. 
Go see Travis Cohen's Traveling Pussy Show. Meow. He says you're gonna love it for heaven's sakes. Got a chick who pulls out pussy, razor blade, they got the pussy show. These bitches do crazy shit with their ass. Yes, they do. Pop a ping pong ball right into a glass. Woo! And he tried to show you these tricks for all. But his lawyer said that shit's against the law. No way. It's the pussy show. <laughs> Come on down <laughs> to the Pussy Show. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, man. That Thank was fun. you. Uh, we will uh, we'll see you next week, everybody. Actually, in a couple days, uh, we're going to have some big news, everybody. So tune in, motherfucker. Smoke weed. <laughs>